everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Next in Time podcast. I'm your host, Esti Tangarala, and today our guest is none other than Elliot Benny. He is the founder and CEO of Founders Collab. He has worked in sales and business development is looking to help startups grow. As described in the Biz Journal in a local Cincinnati newspaper, his startup, Founders Collab, aims to be the LinkedIn for startups, where if you are a startup founder or an advisor or an investor, this is the perfect place for you to help find your next deal or foster or be able to find a collaborative partner. So, Elliot, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, ST. Excited, excited to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you are able to come. And uh, hopefully the uh, time in Cincinnati, the time spent in Cincinnati is like worth it. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely worth it. It's, it's eight o'clock here. Uh, my girlfriend and I were hungry, but uh, I really wanted to, to join you here and, and, and chat about, you know, what's uh, what's coming up in the future. Yeah, no, at least you guys are lucky. Your weather is better there at the moment because we've been dealing with a heat wave here in California for the past uh, couple of days now. And I'm like, I've been trying to find ways on how to keep myself mentally sane throughout it. Throughout it because <laughs> heat, heat just doesn't let me perform well in any situation. <laughs> likewise yeah likewise yeah i heard uh you guys have to like kind of conserve your electricity is that what i'm hearing or or what's going on with that out in california yeah i mean I'm, we're trying to conserve our electricity but uh, i don't think i have conserved any because i'm a uh, what i call a power waster <laughs> <laughs> I, I waste power i waste water at the end but at least i have i'm taken care of but i think eventually the that free ride will come to an end soon but i'm hopefully we'll just <laughs> we'll get we'll i'll be at a situation where i won't be having any water so i just have to be prepared be prepared to conserve that time i hear you man i hear you yeah it's uh it's one of the things we take for granted in america and um and yeah i would say your your, your footprint is quite large <laughs> if that's the case <laughs> yeah well less footprint than the factories that's for sure <laughs> there we go yeah exactly exactly all right cool but how's been work for you with your startup with everything going man things have been great uh things have been going well so i got this going uh what was this four months ago five months ago it's amazing how quick time flies and and how much is is accomplished when you're building and how much is still needs to be accomplished but uh things have been going well i just hired uh um a great great person in madison she is uh heading up the community as well as doing some organic marketing so she's uh she's really taking that in stride and, and running with it all right that makes sense i really appreciate the fact that you're able to now delegate your work to other people and it's tough it's tough, uh, especially when you're building by yourself in your office for for a good six months, uh, and, and you're doing everything. You know, you're head of sales, you're head of marketing, you're head of website development, you're head of product, um, and now you have someone that can kind of take some of that off your plate. Um, it's it's tough, but she's been awesome. Uh, I think a one big thing to kind of keep in mind as you do grow and bring on people. Um, you know, I thought it'd be one of those things where you kind of you know, hey, okay, you're going to handle this, and like. It's going to be less work for me. Uh, however, that's not the case. It, it's a lot more work, especially short term. But I think long term, we're really going to hit our stride, and uh, and it'll 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 be the best for the company. Right, and also your you also I think one of the local newspapers called you the LinkedIn for startups, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Liz, Liz wrote that article. I, I did an interview with her. 
um, at a local coffee shop. Uh, she's brilliant. Um, she she wrote a, a great article. Uh, very humbled. Um, I actually don't like attention that much, but I knew I wanted. I knew I wanted to do it for for the business, you know. Um, yeah, and, same here. You know, funny thing is, I hate attention, but I have to do it. I have to run a podcast because you know, in order <laughs> to do the same thing, we're kind of have some similarities in a way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was great. I've got some awesome. Uh, awesome people around me that, that supported me and saw that and uh and, and they're really happy which, which made me happy all right cool so let's get on with where you came from let's get let's get to know more about elliot like what how did, has elliot who is who is elliot and how did he grow into this amazing entrepreneur yeah yeah oh th thank you for the kind words uh, i got, still have a lot of work to do um but, you know, I grew up, so we grew up really poor, actually. So my mom was a, uh, she immigrated to the United States when she was 23. Um, she was oh. a nanny, and my dad was, uh, you know, working. Uh, 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 Southampton, England. Oh, Southampton, okay. Yeah. Are you familiar? It's like two hours south of London. Yeah, I, yeah, I lived in uh, Norwich for a year. I went to, I did a master's degree over there. Over there. Oh, really cool. That's awesome, man. Where is that in relation to London? Like you said, two hours south. Um, Norwich is two hours northeast. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, it's crazy too. We're talking about this. The queen died today. Like, yeah. You know, rest in peace. Like, yeah. I mean, they're, they're saying they're running out of flowers because everyone's putting the flowers up, uh, up at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. I mean, as part of this recording, just want to let you know the queen of England, the queen of the UK has passed away, which is a, a tragic, I would say it's a sad thing, but at the same time, it's like, that's the that's history been going away at in in a moment's notice, <laughs> right? Breaking news: St. <laughs> bringing it live from Buckingham Palace, actually from space with a uh, background, but our viewers can't see that. Obviously, um, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, so my mom actually talked to her right right when uh, right when it happened, and she's never known anything different. You know, she's the queen was you know what ninety seven, I think, like. It's, 96. It's 96. Yeah. Not a lot has changed. Um, so that's all she knows. So I think it's going to take her a few days to, to get over that. Yeah. I, I was going to, I wanted to meet the queen when I was there, but never got the chance. I just wanted to Buckingham palace, but anyways, yeah, go back, go back. Let's go back to your background and where. Cool. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, my pops, he, he worked on roads um, and then they kind of, you know, they had me, um, you know, I think from, from traveling with my mom to Europe, uh, really helped me, um, you know, understand a lot about cultures and, um, you know, how to treat people and, and just, you know, life in general. Um, and then, uh, let's see here, went to school, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, went down to Florida for a year and, and just had a job and hung out on the beach. Uh, then moved to Denver, Colorado, and that's kind of where my software, you know, career took off. Uh, I sold software for seven years. Um, and then, yeah, I've been, I've been building this, um, the past six months. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's led. Right. So what is, what do you feel like you, I think, is it about your experience with poverty that kind of motivated you to become an entrepreneur? Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, you know, I don't think. I wouldn't say we were poverty, you know, we were in poverty. We we had the things we needed. Um, but what I learned from that is um my dad worked construction, so work ethic, um, learned a ton from that. Cause you know, when you're a manual laborer, like you're you're up at 5 a.m. and you, you get sunburnt and all that stuff. So uh seeing that work ethic of him leaving, you know, all day to to provide for the family. And then, you know, my mom working at night, being a um, you know, being a waitress after she had me, actually. Um, just, you know, getting that work ethic and, and understanding like 
what it takes to be successful. And now fast forward to today, my mom is, is super successful in real estate. And my dad um, just sold his business that, that he's been working on for 17 years. So it's oh, kind of congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen, I, I've seen how, what it takes, um, you know, firsthand being, being, you know, a kid like that. And, um, and yeah, I kind of want to follow in their footsteps and, and, and make them proud. Yeah, that's that's kind of like me in a way. I just want to be make something myself with with everything going. But exactly. in it's order to yeah, no, it's not easy, but you got you got to fight through it. But yep. um, another question I was going to ask is that what was your uh, like? What yeah, tell me about your background about like your career in a way. Let's say you, you know you graduated college or something, and then you started working in sales. Like, what was those? What were those initial experiences like for you? Yeah, so out in Denver, um, I, I got in on board with a company called exactly. Um, and, you know, I was a lower level sales rep. Like I said, you know, I just kind of grinded uh, my hours were, you know, 5am to, to 3pm. I was working East coast hours in mountain time zone. Um, and I just, you I know, remember work existed back then. Uh, no, Oh no, no. We were in, we were in a cube farm. We, we had a cube farm, um, <laughs> but bunch of cubicles, but was neat. And what I learned about that experience is, um, we actually eventually had an IPO. So it was like a late stage startup to IPO when I joined. So um, on our, you know, we had, I think like 80 people and like within a year we were up to like 200. So just like seeing how quick things change and, and move and evolve. Um, now that's not where I'm at with Founders Club, obviously, but you know, in three to five years, that's kind of where I want to be um, as far as just roaring, knocking down walls, adding people um, and going crazy. So um, yeah. And after that, you know, I kind of, I kind of just kept running with sales. I was good at it. Um, but towards the end, you know, I sold, so I sold software for seven years. Um, a couple startups I worked with, uh, one pulled data from wearables. So I was part of the good market team with that. Uh, we also automated, um, uh, the hiring process with a company called Tiller. I was part of go to market with that. Um, and then most recently uh, I was with a healthcare star, uh, company. And, uh, and yeah, it was just treading water, um, and, and just needed to get out of sales. So I've always had this idea and wanted to build it. And, and, and here we are a lot of sleepless yeah. nights later, a lot of sleepless nights. You just want, you just came up with the, the idea of, uh, founders collab. Like, how did you come up with it? Like, I just wondering what was the, what was the catalyst as to why you wanted to start this? Yeah, it's failure rate. It's, it's, I've seen, I've seen how, you know, I was in the startup ecosystem, uh, for five years and you know it's just the, the failure rates of, is very alarming and I think one of those reasons is is because we're very siloed um, whether it's founders whether it's investors whether it's advisors um, and that's why I kind of want to bring everyone together to, to to help improve that all right so you just uh, wanted to just work be able to build foster that community in a way exactly exactly yep all right so yeah, tell me about those initial six months till today, like what you've been doing with getting Founders Collapse started. Yeah, so I walked into to awesome guys named Adam, Adam Kaler. Um, he he helped, uh, he was a co-founder at Dot Loop that that had an exit with Zillow, and he's kind of been with me along the ride. And I came to him um after I you know I left my job and I was like, hey, I've got this idea. Um uh, very, very similar, I think, to your other to your earlier point. There's a couple called pavilion uh, and that kind of you know i just love that that aspect of bringing people together to uh to increase revenue and i wanted to do that for founders so he uh, adam helped me build this website um we've gone through so many phases of it um which has been great and he's kind of really worked with me the past six months um so yeah just i i had the wet started with the website you know 
I was manually doing everything and then brought in this, this product, this platform, which is the mobile app and web portal, where I can kind of bring everyone together. Um, and, and that's what I've been working on, just adding members and, and, and making sure that everything, you know, providing more value to, uh, to the community. Are you currently doing the, the bulk of the sales right now, like in terms of promoting founders collab to everyone at the moment? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The, the majority. So um, that's really one nice thing about, about Madison is she's handling the community like inside of the company. And I'm able to work on the company um, with, with those sales, reaching out to folks. Um, yeah, exactly. That's that, that's on my shoulders right now. would love to expand the team, though. Yeah. So what like what stage are you currently with the company? So we're, like, we're go ahead. Like, are you currently like you've already built your product? You just want to build. You already built the platform, and you've also built. You also have someone at least managing the inside of the company. But how, in terms of let's say the typical startup stage is where you at in terms of funding and how how where are you with that? Yeah, currently we bootstrapped. Um, you know, I'm, I want to run with this for uh, for at least a year or two, see what it becomes. Um, so right now we're we're bootstrapped, pre seed. Um, would love, would love to get an investment maybe, um, you know, Q2, Q3 of next year, obviously the, the, the environment right now isn't the greatest for, for funding, but I think it is going to come around 2023. Um, so that's kind of when, when it's going to be time, that phase will be, you know, time to, to really scale, grow, grow that business team, um, you know, add some other folks in some other areas and, and see where this thing goes. Got it. And so why is it that people are looking to purchase your be able to like use your product as a way to build their relationships with yeah i mean if you think about how how uh, successful linkedin's been um it's it's basically that but it's going to be narrowed down to to startup founders um advisors and investors um i, I want this to be an exclusive community as well that's that's why you know we had that 15 dollars a month you know i want some skin in the game for everyone um but yeah i think i think as far as communication you know you can live stream uh you can post you can connect one-on-one -on -one. um we're gonna have some events later in the year um yeah we, we, it's it's full circle like are you looking to just set up only in cincinnati or you're trying to see if you can grow this beyond cincinnati yeah so we're starting in cincinnati and and then we're going to scale out so um we want to hit the midwest uh then austin uh, then the Silicon Valley, Denver, those kind of cities. But I'm trying to do it as strategic as possible. Um, I don't want um, you know things to go crazy, so I'm trying to keep it as local. But if anyone in the United States is, is interested and you know wants to be part of a community of, of startup founders, advisors, and investors, we'd uh, you know we, we'd love to love to have you and love to chat with you to to see how we can help. Got it. And what? So what types of problems do you think startups can be able to get solved with your platform? Let's say. Yeah, I mean, it it's really comes down to community, right? Um, you know, I, I would be nothing without my network. I'm sure you wouldn't be anything either. Um, so, you know, having an advisor, uh, you know, if you're a startup founder, having an advisor to to lead you along the way, like so many things change, right? Um, throughout a, a one month year when you're building the company, um, that you need that advisor, you know, once a month, you know, twice a month, whatever the case might be to, to, to gear you in the right direction. And then the investor side, you know, once you start making revenue, having those investors to, to be able to DM and, and, and connect with and get intros with, you know, that, that obviously helps as well. Yeah. And I'm just wondering because why, because of the, because of the nature of how these platforms are built, you know, there's so many platforms out there that are similar to yours. I've already interviewed someone on my show, which is, that is part of this uh, startup called Entra. 
mm -hmm. or they're looking to foster the entrepreneurship and uh, collaboration and everything going. Mm -hmm. And so there's plenty of competition, plenty of uh, startups out there that do what you're doing right now, which is trying to foster that collaboration between startups, investors, and advisors. Mm -hmm. And so what is it that you're trying to be different from them and when you're trying to, let's say, get this thing built? Yeah, so as far as differences from Entra, um, you know, it's it's just another angle. Um, you know, it's it's a mobile app. Um, it's obviously it's probably going to be cheaper as well. So we had a, a low rate of fifteen dollars a month, um, and I really want to you know build this. I want to keep it small. Uh, I think some of these platforms can get out of control, uh, but but really have the product as far as the app um, goes. It really looks a lot like Reddit. Um, so where you can have groups and and it's more more on the smaller scale. Um, so it's more of a personalized experience. Yeah, because eventually there might be, uh, you know, the the paradox of a lot of these me these uh, platforms is that mm -hmm. when the number of people come, like the more the more number of people come, the more it could get tainted. Like you know, yep. you've seen that example with Clubhouse, yep. right? Where you know it was originally kind of like a niche uh, platform for people to just uh, communicate with their audiences more upfront. But then because of the fact that the masses have come and, you know, especially due to the pandemic, the masses have come and then taken over the platform. And now it's like, it's just not like the same as what it was before. Mm -hmm. So how are you looking to make it, uh, you know, how are you, cause you know, $15 a month, it is not a, it is a, what I call a high commodity product, let's say, or it's very, it's very affordable. People can come in mm -hmm. and, um, people can afford it people can come in and the issue is that you know people that can just enable more let's just say the masses to come in and flock it and then they can just cause a bit of a rupture on the in the app how are you able to make it seem like okay at least you're able to make a good amount of revenue but at the same time maintain the community more in a very decent manner in a way in a decent way yeah oh yeah yeah i mean the community is, is our crown jewel you know it's we've um yeah we we obsess over it i mean heck i hired someone to uh to really keep an eye on it and i i'm i'm in it daily uh, i get what you mean it can get congested with um with crap too i mean if you even if you think of linkedin now um you know you got all these ads and spam uh messages it, it, it gets it gets convoluted so we don't have ads we don't have any of those spam messages um and, and yeah we we bet everyone as well you know we we want to make sure it's a good fit um that you're going to you know enjoy the community and, and enjoy the networking aspects so so that's kind of you know yeah just keeping an eye on it every day okay and also you're not looking to make it happen you're just more likely just offering this 15 a month as your main way of using the platform and then because because i mean that's the thing i mean that's the concern I have is that, you know, the reason why Entra, they charge a hundred something per month or per year or something. I forget how much they're charging, but um, I think the same thing you're charging $15 a month. Mm -hmm. um, do you have, are you looking to offer packages or is it just simply just that flat rate of 15 a month? Yeah. So we're keeping it at that 15 a month um, right now. Um, you know, again, this is, there's a lot of hypothesis involved. Um, there's a couple few levers I can pull as well. Um, but right now, I just want to keep it affordable for the community um, and and run with it and see what happens. Um, price changes, you know, obviously those wouldn't affect new member, uh, current members. But um, you know, once we hit fifty to one hundred, I think a price increase might might go up to thirty dollars a month. Uh, but again, you know, it's it's a hypothesis now, and and we'll see. Um, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And so, what do you feel are some major prop challenges that you see in terms of fostering that vision, that whole? 
building the community, charging 15 a month, making sure everyone is taken care of. You know, people will start complaining that, okay, I'm not able to find founders on this. Mm-hmm. They, you, you'll be getting those concerns coming from people saying, okay, I can't find founders. I can't find investors. I can't find all those people. So how are you, so what were you trying to do to make sure that there's a balance in all three of them? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's the, it's the cold start problem, you know, it's, it's, it's getting this community going. Um, and then, you know, word of mouth, um, you know, want that to take over and, and we're just getting started. You know, these are all folks that I, I've spoken to that, you know, reach out to me. Um, we haven't done any out, outbound stuff, um, very little um, organic marketing, which is going to, you know, increase here in Q4. Uh, but yeah, man, just, just, just keep, keep tackling every problem and, and continuing to go. All right. And uh, do you are you looking to attract all kinds of startups for your for this platform or and investors and all that? Absolutely. Yep. All types. You know, our sweet spots really zero to three years, you know, being in business. Um, that, that's that's what I envision being great uh, for the community. Do you feel like you're going to attract in terms of the types of startups that are going to join your, your platform? Do you feel like you're going to be attracting not just um, early stage startups, but also, let's say, mid like seed level? like posts like series a beyond kind of startups also do you look do you look are you looking to let's say foster a kind of like a mixed set of different kinds of startups rather than just like one like rather than just early stage because plenty of platforms out there they they focus heavily on early stage just because there's a huge mass growth there's like masses of people let's mm-hmm. say, you know, it's like it's like a pyramid let's say on the bottom you see in the in the pre-seeds early stage level that you'll you get a bunch of people but then it starts narrowing down when you go past seed then series a then series b then all the way to the top all the way to unicorn you're just like a handful of people become a unicorn yep so, yep so, so what you're trying to do is like you're trying to foster all kinds right or what's the case correct yeah yeah that's zero to three three years um yeah whether that's you know you're bootstrapping it whether you got um seed funding um but yeah yeah looking for for all the above um you know, I really think the sweet spot, though, is those, you know, uh, Series A and down, uh, because that's that's when things are, are really being built and, and really moving along where where people do need that advice, need that mentorship and um, which could foster those relationships um, with investors. Yeah. So what are, ta- are you lo- are you still looking to hold events on that platform or is it just like just events to bring people into the platform? Yeah. So it'll be events within the platform. Got it. Yep. Thanks. All right. Uh, that's very a that's very noble <laughs> to be able to bring events on the platform. Cause I think our I think I would say I just want to declare this to the rest of the world, but I think you have a you have a good amount of competition going on. <laughs> like mm-hmm. plenty there are plenty of startups that plenty of organizations that just focus on providing that community and there's like plenty of those out there. So mm-hmm. You just the my advice would be. I, mean, I know I'm saying this on a podcast, but my advice would be just make sure you find a way to differentiate yourself from them. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate that 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 feedback and uh, and yeah, we're, we're we're working every day to to differentiate yourself. All right, cool. So let's uh, so let me just continue wrapping up our our conversation. So, um, in terms of advice so what advice would you give to other founders since you're building a platform that helps collaboration on founders and providing the the providing the uh the soil for other kinds of uh, ventures to flourish like what advice would you give to these founders and other visionaries of the future oh man it's uh 
Man, there's so much that's involved. Just keep going. That's my big thing. Um, You know, you you run these highs and these lows and um, yeah, you just got to keep going. You know, it's, it's, it takes time. I think that's a big thing as well. Like, you know, these startups, a lot of startups, you know, want to get, you know, invested, you know, investment without any, you know, revenue and want to do everything in three, six month intervals. These things take, take years to build. So just keep going, whether it's you, you work a full, you know, work, work a part-time job or, um, you know, whatever the case might be, just, just keep going. All right, cool, Elliot. Yeah. I just want to thank you again for taking the time to come on the next in time podcast. And I'm looking forward to seeing your, how the startup will turn out to be. Awesome. Thank you, SD.